time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, guys, to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always, your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gormore? And from the middle of literally middle of no fucking where at all, Tyler Roebuck. How's it going, guys? <laughs> he lives in, what, <laughs> South Dakota? Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Town of 700 people, so literally BFE. Yeah, man. I, I feel that. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Well, thanks for having me on. It's it's an honor to join you guys. Absolutely, man. So we got 12 live listeners right now. That's really cool. So welcome to the first live Gornmore podcast live on Facebook right now. Showing the love live to all you Gornmore fans out there. So, Chad, how was your week, man? Dude, all I did was work. I worked six days straight of like 10 to 12 hour days. I was exhausted. And literally all I got done was work. But that's, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I get up in the morning, go to work, come home, put the kids to bed, get showered, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again. I feel that. What about you, Johnny D? Uh, I had a pretty easy week. Just a lot of work, blah, blah, blah. Hung up some more Halloween decorations. Uh... Besides Alien, I instantly had to watch Aliens after that. I started going on a little marathon. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we review that one. That'll oh, be a yeah. that'll year. be a doozy. Next year. Seems like Sequel four of fucking thong. hours long. <laughs> year of the but uh, no, man, pretty easy week. Uh, did some more work on the house and then uh, relaxed yesterday. Went some pumpkin picking and uh, yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much it. Tyler? Oh, not too bad. Pretty uneventful. You know, my memory isn't as good as Chad, so I had to watch the movie a few times to, <laughs> to get caught up with you professionals there. And then, uh, yeah, just work, do it all over again the other day. The only difference is I fought with Netflix for seven hours today to get my account back after it was jacked up. What would you watch last night, Tyler? Oh, it was a little treat that you sent me. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was very over-sexualized with, that uh, started with a machete touching a guy's lips and then going through his crotch. He watched Just Before Dawn. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's an upcoming episode for all you Gormore listeners out there, actually. So uh, be on the lookout for that very, very soon. But yeah, man, thank you for coming on. But Let's get this show on the road. TJ, how was your week? Oh, yeah, that's so right. My week. Your week <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, my week, I recorded uh, Rabbit Hole. No jerk the curtain this week. That we will be back next week. I did do back today and I completely made it a shit show. I referred to Brie Larson as hot tits. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There's our nickname for it. And Jared had a meltdown because he couldn't handle it. And then apparently the word "dobackers" being used as a derogatory term to describe Star, uh, New Age Star Wars fans and a couple of the alt-right Star Wars groups. So I'm honored. I feel privileged to be uh, for my company uh, as fans to be used as a derogatory term now. Thank you, everybody. That is awesome. Thank you, Diego. 
Thank you. That was, that was our buddy Diego. <laughs> that was Diego. That was Josh. <laughs> Josh. Joshy boy. <laughs> I, I hope you listen to this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah, other than that, just doing a lot of do-back stuff. Got a review tomorrow with Wicked Wednesday for the movie Haunt. And yeah, just the normal scheduled sort of stuff coming out on dobackdiscussion.net and all your favorite platform podcast platforms. So moving on, Alien 1979, directed by Ridley Scott, written by Dan O'Bannon, Ronald Shusset. Sure. Produced by Gordon Carroll, David Geiler and Walter Hill, starring Tom Skerritt, Skerritt as Captain Dallas, Sigourney Weaver. As warrant officer Ripley, damn, she looks good in them undies. Veronica Cartwright <laughs> as Lambert. Harry Dean Stanton as Brett. John Hurt as Kane. Ian Holm as Ash. Yeah. Yafet Kodo. Yafet Kodo as Parker. Thank you. What the fuck is that last one for me, please? Uh, he's Nigerian or something. Bolaji Badejo as the alien. Who doesn't love a good Bolaji? You know? <laughs> Honestly. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby just messaged Jump the group bail. and said, guys, I don't know if you're aware, but the alarm's still on for the self-destruct sequence on our live stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a set, Bobby. Bobby, it's not real. <laughs> OK, music by Jerry Goldsmith, cinematography by Derek Van Lint. Uh, kind of like what you find in the back of your van. Uh, edited by Terry Rawling, Peter Weatherly. <laughs> distributed by 20th Century Fox. That was a stupid joke. Released May 25th, 1979. A runtime of 117 minutes. A budget of 11 million. And this motherfucker made 203 million. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And Chad, what do we say? Roll that beautiful bean footage. In space, no one can hear you scream. 
Best tagline ever. Right. So, Chad. Yo. Plot rundown. Give it to them. That would be my pleasure. In the distant future, the crew of the commercial spaceship Nostromo are on their way home when they pick up a distress call from a distant moon. The crew are under obligation to investigate, and the spaceship descends on the moon afterwards. After a rough landing, three crew members leave the spaceship to explore the area on the moon. While exploring the moon, a three-member team of the crew discover a derelict spaceship and a huge chamber inside containing thousands of eggs. The ship's computer deciphers the message to be a warning, not a distress call. A little too late. When a curious team member goes near the egg, the parasite inside it attacks him, rendering him unconscious. He's brought back aboard, and the spaceship takes off. After a little while, the parasite dies, and his host wakes up seemingly unruffled. The, co- the crew soon realize they are not alone on the spaceship, and they must deal with the consequences. So apparently on our live stream on the media that I have for the countdown, uh, they actually weren't hearing our voice. They were just hearing the alarm of the countdown the entire time. <laughs> for the oh, last five really minutes. <laughs> that Boy, is a perfect example suck. of... The Gore and More Shit Show. That I think I fixed it because I turned off the alarm, so I think they can hear me just fine now. But holy shit, this is funny, dude! The alarm has to come off. What a fuck up. Okay, Gary said it's fixed now. Okay, so you guys can hear the rest of the episode. Thanks, now. Gary. So, Chad just finished the plot rundown. You guys didn't hear it, so you guys are actually gonna have to listen to the normal episode. So we have a fuck ton of notes. But what do you guys think of the movie, uh, Johnny D? Well, obviously, this was my pick. And, uh, dude, this is this is definitely one of my, like, top six. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on. Chad and, I talk, like Chad and I talked about earlier. It's in contention with the second one, but it's it's right there. Um, I love it, man. Like, it's sci-fi, but it's horror. It gives you a little bit of gore, you know. They get gorier as they go and blah, 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 but... Dude, just the suspense in this one. The acting was great. The set pieces, everything. Like, I'm going to probably... <laughs> I'm not going to shit on this movie at all. Like, I'll try to find a few things I can shit on a little bit. But all in all, man, I love it, dude. I do want to say this movie was originally a lot more gory. It actually did get cut. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, to avoid the X rating, it was cut. The original the original runtime movie was somewhere around nine, like three hours and 15 minutes. Jesus. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. wow. They cut a hell of a lot out. I want that. That's what, Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Call it the Ripley cut. <laughs> I, I, I have seen the, uh, the 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 full assembly cut that came uh, years and years ago. I had a video cassette, and I actually found a DVD copy of it, too. Of, uh, really? When uh, the Laserdisc came out, and there was a shit ton of deleted scenes, and somebody edited them back together. Oh. And the full runtime of that is somewhere around the uh, like two-hour, 20-minute, two-hour, 17-minute mark. Oh, nice. Fucking decent, man. Yeah, it's a really, it's a much more improved version of the movie. Tyler, what'd you think? I got to be with Big Johnny D on this one. On it's just an amazing movie that can still, you know, keep recycling itself and not get cheesy. Mm-hmm. How they keep making remakes and sequels and this and that. It's the only one that I can kind of really lean on to know that things aren't gonna get messed up you know they're not going to ruin the original and like he was saying i think it's just the perfect balance between uh you know just horror gore and sci-fi i just i loved it awesome i absolutely agree and uh like what like like me and johnny were saying you know kind of flip-flopping on which one's better i love this one 
And as much as I love Aliens, and Aliens is actually on my top ten list of movies I would watch if I was stuck on a deserted island. I picked that over Alien just because I love Aliens so much. I don't want to watch it too much and kind of water it down and get kind of bored with it. Uh huh. Where Aliens, right. Aliens is just like this total nonstop action war movie, which is just the kind of thing you want to watch. But this movie is it's perfect. You know, it's Ridley Scott. You don't get any better than this. Yeah, I agree completely, man. It's it's a movie that will stand the test of time and has led to so much, you know, you know, led to an entire universe of films and then a crossover, you know, with the Predator franchise. It's it's so iconic. And the Xenomorph has become, you know, one of those iconic monsters, you know, and it's the design and just the look of this alien life form is just terrifying and it instills fear just upon, you know, looking at it. So. Anyway, and expanding on that within universe and we've all, uh, you know, digested some sort of uh, expanded universe content for this franchise, whether that be a video game, book, movie or anything like that. Uh, it's it's crazy to see how this turned into something that we that we know and love now. Uh, it's awesome. It's a great movie and it, it's it's damn near perfect. And you mentioned that it shares the universe with Predator, obviously, because they're crossovers. It also exists in the same universe as uh, Blade Runner. Really? Ridley Scott's confirmed this, yes. Fucking A. So the replicants... Really? Yes, and the replicants in Blade Runner are the precursors to the androids later on. Wow. Damn. Hmm. So we have... Well, then. We have aliens, predators, and uh, the Blade Runner movies all existing, coexisting. That's awesome, though, man. That, that That's what you want. Dude, and not only that, like, uh, this is I know this a little bit more like Holly Heroes bullshit, but like <laughs> the fucking comic crossovers, dude, with Aliens and Predator. Oh, like, dude, Batman's fought them both. Oh, that's that's insane. Yeah. Oh, dude, everybody's had to see the old. It's like fucking what? Ten years old now. Uh, Batman Dead End. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was great. Like. But. Uh, the books, dude, everything. There's so much shit that this one movie has potentially spawned with, like you said, like just that universe in general. Yeah, for sure. Ridiculous. Johnny, did you happen to see the live stream? What the what's on screen right now for us? Uh, give me one second. I can pull it back up. Yeah, don't turn the sound on, but just, just take a look. No, no the sound's off. Uh, okay, because uh, you'll, you'll appreciate it. I already it. made sure on that. <laughs> So uh, yeah, we don't need shit. We have a ton of behind the scenes stuff. Chad says he has what? Nine pages, Like nine pages. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have to split that up with our ad promos. Uh, we it is now an ad block used to split up uh, these longer segments here as per request from Cabin 13's Dale Silva. Uh, and there will be a rotation of audio commercials each week from here on out. Just it's all about producing them, baby, and getting around to it. And we got two. Well, we got one new one for you guys today, and it's a hoot and a half. <laughs> I had the pleasure of hearing it already. Yes. So, Johnny D, what's your big question for this film, brother? Oh, man. Well, not that there's really too much to question with this movie. I feel it's kind of like I feel we could probably agree. It's pretty straightforward. Um, But there's a few that I did pull out. Mm-hmm. Uh. <clears throat> one was do you feel that they actually listened to Ripley at the beginning before they even now granted they were under contract blah 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 
But if they actually listened to Ripley, because she was pretty like stringent on like not doing any of it. Yeah. They would have never had the series and they would have spent it the whole like right over. Do you not agree? Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. That that was one of the things I found in my behind the scenes stuff mentioned that if they would listen to Ripley the whole time, you know, because she was by the book, you know, they this would have happened. That's uh, that's one thing I've seen a lot of. Which is crazy because there's actually uh, she's not Ripley is not on this thing of like supposed horror feminine heroes which i feel like yo out of all feminine heroes not that i can necessarily speak on that subject uh-huh. i feel like ripley would stand out like oh yeah on top definitely dude like you know what i mean she's got a whole series behind like her dealing with this shit and seriously like nobody listening to her at all ever and she's just like god damn it again all right <laughs> like <laughs> absolutely but um i got a couple other ones to so. be involved in it either yeah. Right. Well, yeah. She's like Bruce Willis in in Die Hard. She never wants to be in this situation, but she's pushed to her limits and she comes out on top. Oh yeah. Um. Now this is a question, uh, or so for you, gentlemen. Not about the movie though, but and be honest. Do you feel? Uh, obviously, Chad can't really attest to this one. I think, but for TJ. And our guest, uh, do the jump scares hold up? Not really. <laughs> no, no. Yes. I think they do. I've this watched thing. it so much that I just know where they are. So they don't hold up for me personally. No. But did I, you, did I, you I, watch I, it with your girlfriend at all? Has she seen no. it too many times too? I can, I can confirm that the first time I watched it with my wife years and years ago, the scene, especially where, uh, Dallas is running through the ventilation shafts, chasing after it. And he turns around and it's right there. That scared Correct. the shit out of her. <laughs> okay and so, yeah, I, I asked this yeah. because like and i'm on tj's boat like i still think they work but however i've seen the movie too many times to where i fortunately like i still kind of question myself times but then as soon as i see like one certain shot i'm like oh okay here it is and but my wife was watching it and she's never watched it all the way through and so it definitely got her so i would have to say it does yeah. but i was just interested on in your guys's take because Obviously, most of us has probably seen this thing to to where we don't need to see it and we can quote it and blah, blah, blah. But uh, and then the last question was, yo, man, how would you have liked to have been that cat at the end in that box? <laughs> <laughs> she fucking threw that thing. <laughs> there was a part. And it was so fucking laughable. It was like right at the end when like that door was like right where she was in that doorway and it was starting to close. Yeah. She was just like, shut the fucking box <laughs> now. And then it just, and like my wife's just like, Oh my God, that cat. And I'm like, fuck that cat, dude. Fuck <laughs> that cat. <laughs> I would have left that thing fucking a year ago. Like, now, did, screw did that you shit. notice, did you notice the way, the one part where she sets the cat box down, the, the box is sitting upright normally and then she goes and is it, is it when she does the self-destruct or when she goes to try and turn it off but she comes back and it's tipped over uh, oh when, yeah because the alien's looking at it like the alien just like yeah, swatted it or some alien bullshit completely knocked it away that was uh that was one of the scenes that was in the director's cut i believe oh okay was there ever like a edited scene i didn't really look into it but like where it did kill jonesy or no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, jonesy was always supposed her. to make it sweet <laughs> oh god could you imagine that god the freaking Liberals would be all over that. <laughs> Why yeah, didn't they? Back then, they would have. I mean, they did it with Alien 3. I mean, not that that's the reason it was bad. 
<laughs> yeah, there was that, many we reasons. Won't get why Alien that was 3 done was to bad. further the plot line. That was the, that was to you know. I'm not. No, no, no. Listen, I the director's cut of three. Okay, we'll go with that. But anyways, back to the first one. Yeah. Did you um, guys notice that the actual like the cat would almost try to warn everybody? Mm-hmm. Like it would always ha- be in this freakout mode, and then all of a sudden something would happen. Yeah. And it, you're almost kind of surprised, like the little uh, chestburster didn't get that first. You know what I mean? Like usually the animal's always one of the first ones to go. Yeah. Um, and then my one last kind of big question is, and I understand in the situation, like it is hard to speak not being right there. But let's say you were Parker with the flamethrower when the alien came down and was in front of. Uh, Oh shit! God, God damn it, Lambert. <laughs> Lambert, yeah. You think you could have pulled the trigger? I don't. That'd be a know. tough call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, to me, she kind of like he he kept fucking telling her to get out of the way, and I understand she's in a panic mode, but it's like I don't know, man. You got the shot. <laughs> you got the shot. Take it. <laughs> originally, uh, one of the things I don't think I put in my behind the scenes, but originally he does use the flamethrower, and the alien uses her as a shield. That oh, yeah. How that <gasps> That's fucking crazy. Though. That would have been fucking gnarly. Damn right. It would have been fucking gnarly. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of cool stuff that uh, that, they, that they could have happened and they completely changed. And that was one of them. Should have, could have, would have, homie. Should have, could have, would have. So, uh, guys, Tyler, any anything you want to add in here, man? Yeah, Tyler, you got any big questions, bud? No, I mean you guys are answering it. You guys are the are the professionals here. I'm just <laughs> I'm just riding on the bus, man. No, man. no, 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 no. You're the guest. Absolutely want to hear. Welcome to the fucking short bus, brother. <laughs> yeah, the short bus. No, on the short bus, I'm the driver. I, I, I'm literally you, dude. Like that's all I was. I was listening to this hardcore, and all of a sudden uh, TJ came upon me and was like, "Bro, would you like this opportunity?" And I said, "Fuck yes!" And here we are. <laughs> it's been love ever since. Yeah, I I just wanted to say this was this was really interesting to try to get into and try to get a hold of this because uh, in the very beginning TJ had sent me the wrong link and I watched Aliens instead of Alien. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's it a took normal me, me thing. Way before way. I realized this isn't right. I know it's been twenty years since I've seen this movie, but this isn't right. <laughs> this is way too actiony for the first one. Yeah, yeah, it was. It just it had me give more questions than I had, you know, entertainment answers to. So it's like, what the hell? <laughs> I feel that man. I feel that. So, uh, douche of the movie, boys. Ash. Well, TJ, what's your what's your pick? Ash. Yeah, Ash. I, I mean, uh, that's the obvious. He's such a. There's douche. really no. There's really no one else. To go. Wait, but at the same time, no, can no. you complain his doucheness? Like that's how he's, you know, set up to be. I guess. What about Captain right. Dallas? What about Captain Dallas? Because he's the one that broke quarantine. You're right. Yeah. He would. He didn't have bad intentions behind it, though. To me, if there was a second runner-up for Ash, I think Parker, because as soon as they got the distress beacon, he was like, "No, no, unless you want to give me more money, no." So he was all about more, more the financial gain. Well, that's what. They're yeah, out, that's, but that's I what mean, they're out there for. That that's the plight of that's the plight of the lower worker, though, man. Like when he's busting his ass, he's like, "Yo, fuck this shit, man! There, you guys are making way but, more for doing way less." But the description, right. the description for the cat, the crew is they they call them space truckers. 
So yeah, that's all they care about is money. That's all they're on. They're on the job. They're on the clock. Like, I don't. I mean, Ash is obvious, the obvious douche, but once again, it's like, and you know what? I, do you guys? Like, I was trying to remember, and it was hard for me. But the first time you really were watching this dude, and then like you saw Ash was a fucking android. Like, I still remember just being like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was little as shit, dude. I was probably like seven or eight, but I was just wondering if you guys actually like remember your... I, I don't remember my first initial reaction, but I got to say, I can remember seeing this. And this is really funny. Of all movies, uh, back years and years ago, uh, Kmart would have this movie playing on their TVs. As soon as what walk the in. fuck? And around Halloween. The first movie? Yes. They, wow, they really? Should, yeah, you'd walk in, you can sit there and watch parts of Alien as you're doing your shopping. Fuck yeah, Kmart. But, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Alien? Well, it's not like there's titties or anything in it. There's a lot of F-bombs. <laughs> Wait, was there a lot of F-bombs in this one? I don't really remember. Or is it more yeah, I didn't think so. I know there, there was a few. Ones. There wasn't too many. There was more Ripley saying son of a bitch and God damn it a lot. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back to, to you, uh, Johnny D, if I can uh, answer one of those. Absolutely. Um, you talked about, you know, the big reveal that Ash was actually an android. I can tell you right now that my wife at 31 years of age saw it for the very first time. And that was her exact reaction. Nice. So, yeah, they held it up very, very well. Like she had, like, has she, has she watched any of the other ones? Like she doesn't know anything really about it or she now back to pointing the finger at TJ. She did watch aliens with me. when I first got it. <laughs> <laughs> So she, uh, so she it already understood there was something there, but she had never guessed in, in a million years that Ash would have been an Android. She just thought he was a dick. Oh, okay. Cause I know there is the line where they did say the Android malfunctioned on it when they were talking yep. to Bishop. I didn't know if did you you didn't get that far though? No, no. We we had gotten that far, but she'd never put two and two together. Uh, oh, okay, okay. That's a good thing. That's still great though, dude. Cause like sometimes when you and I'm you know, I'm sure you guys can all attest for this, like when you get to show somebody like one of your favorite movies and just to see their reaction, obviously you're hoping for the same reaction like that you got, but when you yes. see it, dude, and it's like genuine, it's just it makes you just like you're like, yeah, it just makes it that much better for you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So my wife wanted to thank TJ for that. You're welcome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, now notorious. Now you aliens, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> aliens. I'm notorious for fucking up movies. Uh, I did that with Night of the Demons. Oh, <laughs> my God, dude. <laughs> that was a fiasco. Holy shit. <laughs> I bought a well, movie. I picked like eight movies that have demons in the titles. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> three. I picked three. <laughs> and there's a lot of All Night right. of movies. Yes, yes. That as well. It was an honest mistake and we apologize. So the next sequence will be behind the scenes, but it's nine pages. How do we want to approach this? Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I went balls to the wall with behind the scenes stuff. And Should we just read them all or just be selective so it doesn't run too long? Well, uh, go through the ones that you think are like the heaviest hitters that you really want to like. You might think might be like the super like 
dig like dig deep shit. Ten <laughs> things you don't know about Alien, nineteen seventy. Yeah, <laughs> let's go fucking full Buzzfeed, dude. Let's just do it. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I'll pick the I'll pick through the, the real juicy bits. I mean, some, some of them are real, like Ooh, the juicy bits. bits. The juicy like bits. I'll, I'll I can completely skip over the whole you know box office take because there's actually a little bit of controversy about that sort of. It has to do with uh, they fumbled up the numbers to make it look like they lost money, so they didn't have to pay the production company. But we don't need to know about that. <laughs> it's 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 a bunch of bullshit. But anyway, so it was originally supposed to conclude with the destruction of the Nostromo while Ripley escapes in the shuttle. Yeah. Um, however, Ridley Scott conceived of the fourth act in which the alien appears in the shuttle and Ripley's forced to confront it. They actually did that with pickup shots at the end uh, after a couple weeks and a couple extra. It's like another half million or something to. Uh, so, yeah, um, he pitched the idea to Fox and negotiated an increase in the budget to film the scene over a couple of extra days. Uh, he actually wanted, and this is this is pretty well known. The original ending was the alien was going to bite Ripley's head off and make the final log entry in her voice. But the producers, <laughs> no shit. Yeah, and the producers thought that the alien really needed to die at the end, so they finally changed that. And Ridley Scott said, you know, looking back, he felt that that was the better ending. That would have been fucking sweet. Yeah, but that would have been kind of. It would cheesy. have been fucking sweet to see, but I, I'm really glad they decided this route. Yeah, because then we got awesome sequels. <laughs> right. I mean, not that you couldn't have made sequels, but still. Yeah, you could have brought Dude, that really back a without fucking a crazy ending. Yeah, for sure. Holy shit. Okay, so one scene that was cut from the original film uh, occurred when she's escaping, and she runs into Dallas and Brett, who've been partially cocooned by the alien. Which actually, this part was kind of, for the most part, reinstated for the director's cut, but they they shortened it a bit. Um, so. The intention was that Brett was becoming an alien egg while Dallas was held nearby to be implanted by the facehugger coming from the egg. It kind of looked kind of cheesy. Uh, it was cut partly because it did not look realistic enough, but also because it slowed the pace of the escape sequence. And like I said, it was included, included with deleted scenes on a later laser disc, and it was reinstated partially into the director's cut in 2003. Hmm. Yeah. It's actually, it, I mean, it, it was kind of cool, and it kind of explains why in Aliens... When uh, the Marines go in and they find everybody cocooned, and, and you know, Ripley immediately starts panicking because she knows what's going on. Ah, I see. See, I always just took it as because when they started talking about the whole like hive mentality and stuff, it's like, a hive mentality. <laughs> it's a rap yeah. song. <laughs> okay, so uh, they used shredded condoms to create the tendons of the beast's jaws. Fucking a, right? <laughs> That is hot. Uh, the blue. That's called good year. <laughs> That's called a great year. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, blue laser lights they used in the aliens' egg chamber were borrowed from the Who. They were testing out lasers for their stage show in the sound stage next door. Dope, right? According to the Affect Coda, Ridley Scott told him to annoy Sigourney Weaver off camera so that there would be tension between their characters on screen. He regrets this because he actually likes Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, to get Jones the cat to react fearfully to the alien, a German shepherd was placed in front of him with a screen between the two, so the cat <laughs> wouldn't see it. Then when it came time to film it, they removed the screen, and of course it made the cat stop moving and start hissing. Fucking A, that's cool. <laughs> I love practical well, effects. However they did it, man, it's still, it, everything, this whole movie fucking is just, it holds up amazingly. It does, it really does. Uh, the dead face hugger that Ash autopsies was made using fresh shellfish, Four oysters and a sheep kidney to recreate the internal organs. That's mm. awesome as shit. Mm, yummy. They put it together extremely well, too. Yeah, they did. I figured it was just like cut up pieces of chicken and shit, but they went a little bit more extreme with that. Nice. 
That's like when they did the chest burster scene, they used actual animal innards for that scene and blood. Fucking A, man. Yeah, Fucking they, A. Uh, Ridley Scott original cut was a lot bloodier, but because of the negative reactions of test audiences and the possibility of an X rating, scenes with violence and gore were cut down. Some <clears> outtakes <throat> can be seen in the making of documentaries. They show longer and bloodier versions of the chest burster scene and Brett's death scene. We need them. That's what I'm saying, man. There's so many documentaries. I could, we could have made several episodes just on behind the scenes stuff on this. I agree. They, there's a new one that just came out too within the last uh, few weeks. I can't remember the name of it though. Really? Yeah, but I think it went more into the actual design of the alien itself than like the making of the movie. Ooh, I'd still be down to watch that shit. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Giger's stuff is just mind blowing. Dude, I always checked out his website back in the day, man, and he always had this crazy ass dining room set, and it was like. I'm pretty sure it was like $60,000, dude, but it was fucking insane, man. They're like nine foot chairs. They all look like the aliens, like rib, essentially, like just the whole design and everything was nuts. Nice. Uh, it was conceptual artist Ron Cobb who came up with the idea that the aliens should bleed acid. Uh, this came about when Dan O'Bannon couldn't find a reason the Stroma crew couldn't just shoot the alien with a gun. Unlike my ex, he used to spit acid. <laughs> in alien 3 it does spit acid by the way oh okay yeah <laughs> reptile oh yeah the original cut of the movie ran three hours and 12 minutes like i said before. wow in giger's original illustrations that inspired the look of the alien the creature had eyes uh-huh. for the movie he insisted that it has no eyes so it gave it a more bleak appearance and made it more cold and emotionless and made it hunt much better choice Yes, but did you know Agreed. you can actually see a, a human skull through the, the, the Yeah, but then like let's okay, let's jump to the resurrection when they finally did give you the skull. That looked like poop. See, oh, I, I loved that. Halloween Resurrection, but like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, Alien Resurrection. Yeah, Buster Oh, okay. And I gotta say, Alien Resurrection was one of the few times I watched a movie and wanted a walked out wanting my money back. Alien Resurrection had Tim Burton's slam piece in it, didn't it? What? What's Tim Burton's Slanties? Yeah, what's her name? Oh, yes, Winona Ryder. Yeah. Oh, oh, go, oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. Um, see, I don't know. Like I said, like I, what, Resurrection's probably, it, it's the worst one, but I still watch it. Like, it, <laughs> it does. I mean, if you can get past the found footage and Buster Rhymes, it's pretty good. Damn, yeah. Wrong movie again. <laughs> hey, man, I'll watch it for that first, like, what, 15 minutes. Is, that's the actual, like, true ending to uh, H2O. Trick or know? treat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Presenting the new Goremore t shirt for Halloween 2019. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> With a cartoon Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Okay, so the Xenomorph only has four minutes of screen time and doesn't make its first appearance until about an hour into the movie. Mm, Friday fans would hate that. (laughs) You broke it. There it is. is. Uh, Okay. I was wondering who was going to do it. I was biting my tongue on that one because I know. (laughs) Every fucking episode. During during early development, O'Bannon and Shusett ran into a writing impasse trying to work out how the alien would get aboard the ship. So Shusa came up with the idea, the alien fucks one of them, which was eventually developed to the facehugger concept. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this method of That would have been a whole different movie. This method of reproduction via implantation was deliberately intended to evoke images of male Chad. rape and Im- impregnation. Chad. So he- he- here's this here's the meeting. 
Okay, at 20th Century Fox. So how do we get the alien on the ship? It can be inside of them. How are we going to do that? It can fuck one of the dudes! Like... <laughs> and, and then at some point, that conversation went from it's going to rape one of the male staff to it's going to face fuck one of the male staff and impregnate it through its mouth. You know what that makes me think of? Going back to our Demon Knight episode when uh, one of my behind-the-scenes things said when they were doing this and the producer's like, why does the devil just fuck her? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with Hollywood producers? <laughs> who, who are they working for? Freaking Harvey Weinstein? Apparently. God, God. Yeah, but so it was, I will, go ahead. Listen, man. The, the whole I was going to say with the face hugger, though, that has definitely got to be like one of the most creepiest things ever created in cinema to me. And I got to say the whole thing with them trying to imply the whole male oral rape thing. I never and all the times watching this got that. Yeah. Really? Did I? No, I never, you never got with the throat and gestation down the, I mean, like I didn't think it was like full on rape. I just thought it was just like, Oh, it's shoving a tube down the throat. It never made me think of like a cock mm. ever. Right, it was never it, sexualized. It, it, no, well, I mean, everything, let's be honest, like, if you look at it, dude, that, the ship, Giger all fucking drew everything like vaginas and shit. Very phallic, <laughs> very, everything, dude. Oh, was, like or, The original version of the movie was much, much worse. The alien was a lot more of a, they, they describe him as more of a sexual predator. Yeah, he was like a straight up walking around dick. There, I'm there, pretty sure. Right? There's actually a theory going around, there's actually a theory going around that the alien raped Lambert. Because when uh, Ripley finds her body, she's not wearing pants. What the fuck? Hmm. What the fuck is life right now? But that's, that's <laughs> right? never been. That's never been. Like that an alien? Holy shit! Never been. I confirmed. think they actually did make this version of of Alien, but it's on a different kind of website. Than <laughs> right it's very possible. <laughs> the acting isn't as good, but you know. Well, that's like you you, go. going back to the piece of shit Alien Resurrection. The 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 new Alien, the hybrid Alien, actually walked around with an erection and they had to digitally remove it. What Although, you know, I'll watch Ruck and Resurrection yeah, or Covenant. Like that and they digitally removed it because people were offended by it. That's the version I want to see. That's the version I want to see. <laughs> right. Speaking of versions, I would agree with me. Yeah. Hashtag show more wiener. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have more wiener. Speaking Alien. of more wiener and entertainment, would you guys like to hear this commercial block before we finish up these uh, behind the scenes? Fuck yeah. I would love to. Here you go. And here we go, folks. Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things and horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener. <laughs> take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dubackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like us. Come out now to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. 
So, guys, good welcome stuff. back. Good stuff. <laughs> you sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Dude, you cut out the T-Rex roar, too. I know. It was too loud coming through some certain speakers. So, uh, Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Suck it up. Okay, moving on. Um, so, Ridley Scott cites three movies as shaping the influence of this movie. Before I say, can you guys guess what the three are? Uh, I'm going to guess 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. There's one more. Ooh. Wouldn't be E.T., would it? No, E.T. was yeah. No, E.T.'s after oh, E.T. Okay, yep. Yeah. My bad. Uh, no, you're in. Uh, Did you say Dune? <laughs> no, but the, the they... Uh, it wouldn't be Jaws, would it? No, uh, but the the uh, there was a see, Jaws was a year before through that's uh, that's what kind of uh, influenced this. Uh, no, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, really, really, yes. So he really appreciated wow. this treatment of horror. So that's uh, that was one of the influences on this. Um, so I gotta say, I, I mean, so this movie I actually got to uh, have my buddy finally watch. He he loves horror and stuff, but he likes he doesn't really care for sci fi shit. It was literally a couple years ago, and I was like, bro, I was like, just fucking watch the original. I'm like, you're going to love it. It's original horror, blah, 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 blah. So he finally did it. He came back, and he texted me, like, the next day after he watched it. He's like, dude, that was fucking amazing. And I was like, bro, I told you. And it's funny because, like, he that's his favorite movie is Texas Chainsaw. And he actually did mention stuff. Like, it kind of reminded him of that. But me personally, I never got that. So it's kind of cool that you just said that, or uh, that was actually one of your notes. And I, I also do want to point out that there's a lot of debate whether this is sci-fi or horror. I see this as horror. Yes, it's, it's a straight-up yes. horror movie. It's a horror film. It's both. It just takes place in a sci-fi setting. Yes. Listen, man. If it wasn't for this movie, we wouldn't have the whole universe. We wouldn't have Dead Space. Jason we wouldn't X. have fucking. Yeah, the it, gift it just, of Jason X. Dude, that uh, this movie, dude, I feel like has sculpted every like almost horror sci-fi movie after the fact. Oh yeah, yeah. without a just doubt. the way in ship design, everything. You know what I mean? Just that was. And watching it again, dude, I, I miss uh, model pieces too. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel on that. I know you're not big on CGI like myself, but. Just seeing the model ships and everything, dude, those kind of shots and everything. Yeah, for sure, man. It was beautifully done. I agree. It's like a, a physical attribution. It's not somebody sitting at a computer trying to come up with, with shit. It's somebody actually sitting there moving things and using their own minds to put out what we're going to see on the screen. Mm-hmm. And just the level of detail on them shits, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. It's just, and it's just funny. Some of the things that they use that you don't even realize like uh, the floor, the the floor was upside down milk crates painted black, things like that. <laughs> That's cool um, as fuck. <laughs> on the motion, and I remember seeing this. Uh, there was a sh- there was a show on Sci Fi Channel. I can't remember what it was, what it was called, but it, uh, they Sci-fi. went they went in Bob Burns's basement. Bob Burns is uh Bob Burns. Bob Burns collected a lot of uh, discarded porn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Studios didn't usually keep a lot of the stuff from the secondhand rub and tug mags. But uh, he he uh, had the original motion detector, and one of the things that made up the motion detector was just a freaking ice cube tray, painted and glued to the side. 
things That's you don't cool even recycle. Shit. Yeah, there's a lot of really shitty recycled things that you don't even realize are there. But they made it work great. Yeah, exactly. I like the motion detector, like there's a button on the handle. You push that, and that's what made the sound. Oh. Dude, I love how fast Ash made those things too, man. Like he just – it was literally like scene cut, and he's like, all right, we got to do this. this. Oh, by douche, the way, I made these two. What's that? After, Ash is a douche, but a crafty douche. Right. There you he's go. a very crafty douche. <laughs> okay, scene originally cut but reinserted for the director's cut shows Lambert slapping Ripley in retaliation for her refusal to let uh, Lambert, Dallas, and Kane back into the ship. Uh, according to Ridley Scott and Veronica Cartwright, every time she went to slap Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney would shy away. So after about three or four takes of it, Scott told Cartwright, don't haul back, really hit her. The Jesus very, Christ. Yeah, so those, wow. It says very real shocked reactions of Weaver, Kodo, and uh, Harry Dean Stanton. So she Damn. Really nailed her. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, like fucking uh, Kubrick, man. He's just nasty to his fucking people. <laughs> Holy shit. From what I understand, Kubrick is just a nasty guy to begin with. Nasty, right. nasty. And to, <laughs> believe it or not, I've never seen The Shining. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we need to review that just so you can fucking watch it. The Very weird cool. the weird dog person blowjob thing kills me. Wasn't it a bear? <laughs> I don't fucking know what it is. I thought it was a bear. How the hell I, can yeah. you decipher that? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> We need to obviously review it so we can fucking do that. <laughs> and we have Dr. Sleep coming up too for it as well. So, All right, so I guess at some point we're watching The Shining. And the sequel. And the sequel. Not that fucking ABC miniseries that was like eight hours long either. Fuck no, we're talking about Dr. Sleep. So, Chad, let's wrap up these behind-the-scenes questions and start our Okay, the movie takes questions. place in the year 2122. Fox doubled the budget from 4.2 to 8.4 million on the strength of seeing Ridley Scott's storyboards. The inside of the alien legs was composed of real organic material. They used cattle hearts and stomachs. Oh, and the egg mm, tube, sexy. The egg tube of the face hugger was sheep intestine. Oh, yummy. Uh, despite releasing a new version of the movie called The Director's Cut, Ridley Scott wrote in a statement on the movie's packaging that he feels the original theatrical cut was the perfect vision, and that's his true director's cut. He basically just threw the director's cut version on there for the studio. Money! Pretty much. And the director's, <laughs> cut, the director's cut is like a minute or so shorter. Because the added Which, scenes, and then he took some scenes out, made other scenes shorter. Oh, I see. Which seems weird, because usually when you hear director's cut, usually you feel like you're getting more, but I guess you're getting their true vision. Sometimes the producer's cut's even better. Chad, continue. Okay, so there's uh, some unfinished scenes that were partly filmed but never finished. Uh, one of the unfinished scenes, uh, Parker spots the alien next to, an, next to an airlock door. He asks Ripley and Aunt Lambert over the comm to open the airlock and flush the alien into space. Uh, however, a siren alerts the alien and it escapes, but not before it gets injured by the door. Uh, the door cuts off part of its tail and its blood uh, creates a small hole creating a short uh, decompression. So that was uh, like they filmed part of it, but like the decompression part, they didn't finish filming. They ran out of time. There was, uh, I already said about the, the scene where uh, she finds Dallas and um, Brett and they recycled it. Uh, the mercy killing scene. She Dallas asked her to kill him. She kills him with a fl flamethrower. That was partially recycled and used in Alien Resurrection when they find the uh, Ripley clones. 
Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So Giger's designs were changed several times because of their blatant sexuality. Like I said before, <laughs> much of the dialogue can't have a walking dick on the fucking screen. Much of God the dialogue was developed through improvisation. So I thought that was kind of neat. The Nostromo is supposed to be 800 feet long, while the craft that's towing is a mile and a half long. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, so that whole thing was just because, like, I never really understood that. <clears throat> Forgive me. I never like I have Alien Isolation, but I never really like played it, played it. Mm-hmm. Um, But like. They never actually go into the whole other craft, right? Like they're only pretty much in that main ship that goes down to the planet and everything. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, the the main ship, the Nostromo, they uh, they took the little Narcissus thing, I guess that's how you say it, and that's what uh, landed down on the planet, and that's what Ripley escapes in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. But yeah, I forgot the ship name. Uh, according to Ridley Scott in the DVD commentary, he envisioned a moment in the ending scenes of Ripley and the alien in the space shuttle in which the alien would be sexually aroused by Ripley. The alien would find her and would be staring at her through the glass door. The alien would then start touching itself as if comparing its body to Ripley's. But the idea was eventually scrapped. See, I'm telling you, the, the original version of this movie was a lot more sexual. Somebody well, was buddy yeah. buddy with Weinstein, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! That would have been a this is a whole different movie at that point. <laughs> and originally, the reason the alien is hiding in the escape shuttle at the end is it wasn't stalking Ripley; it was actually dying. Really? And they went to went in there to find a quiet place to die. That's that would kind of make sense of why it like moved so weird when it was coming out of the. Mm-hmm. He just kind of fell out of there, lethargic and everything. Makes it very animalistic. You know, you know, we don't even think about it, but dogs and cats will do the same thing now. Mm-hmm. So, Chad, are we ready for the uh, the questions? Oh, let me see if there's any. Um, uh, the the sets were actually three desks, three desks, three decks uh, created almost entirely in one piece. And they were just, you know, they were actually connected to make uh, the sets were connected by different tunnels and stuff that it was actually just one long extended set piece. And apparently oh. uh, every day uh, Ridley Scotland <laughs> move the walls of the sets in a little bit closer to make it more claustrophobic. <laughs> and nobody knew. <laughs> just like an inch a day. Yeah, exactly. The decal on the door of the Nostromo is a checkerboard square, the symbol of uh, Purina's pet chow. The reason for this is uh, it's meant to designate alien chow. <laughs> the That's alien, awesome. The alien was originally supposed to be transparent too, by the way, but they ran out. Of huh. time. They ran out of time, and uh, there was a, it was a disastrous failed attempt cooking the molds, so they just painted it. So yeah, it was originally supposed to be completely translucent. You're supposed to be able to see through it. That's crazy. Wow. That's that's a that's even hard to like try to imagine. I guess it's. Now I'm just thinking of fucking Predator. <laughs> that's, right. That's, yeah, they kind of recycled that for Predator. That was uh, mentioned later on. Like, I have a whole list here of scenes that were deleted. But if you guys don't want to get into it, we'll just uh, go into our questions. Yes. So a lot. If you want to find more, do your research, people. Favorite kill, boys. Going to start that off with Chadwick. Chad. Favorite kill. Let me think. Uh you know, I am going to go with Parker's 
Parker's death, where the, the alien, you know, you know, kind of sticks its jaws through his head. And they actually use real pig brains for that, too, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah, they made a they made a plaster mold of his head and they filled it with pig brains. So that was actual brain matter flying out. What about you, Johnny D? Oh, let's see. I'm going to have to say Brett. Uh, it wasn't like necessarily the gnarliest kill, but just like the whole setup. I liked it in the engine room. Just it dripping wet fucking chains rattling everywhere. That was originally a much different death, too, by the way. The alien comes down and just pulls him up. And there's just blood flying everywhere. I feel like I've seen that though before. Then you, it was in the director's cut, so you've probably seen that at some point. Oh, oh shit! I don't know when the fuck I would have seen. I, I do remember seeing it like that though, because it might have been like one of the first times I watched it. Well, like I said, when I watched it on this DVD that I bought years ago, I remember it. I was just like, I don't remember him attacking him from behind and shit the way he did. Well, yeah, the director's cut's been around since '03, so it's, you probably did see it at some point. But uh, I'd have to say my honorable mention would also have to go to Kane. Hotter? Uh, yes. What's that? Hotter. Yeah, Kane. <laughs> Kane Hotter and Jason X when he was finally. No, um, <laughs> no man. I mean, dude, how could you not? That The chestburster scene was great. Like, that scene alone just spawned so many different visions of it going down in the series and shit like that. But it still holds up to this day. Like, and what's the big to do? And I, I know Chad's kind of debunked on this before, but it's like, it's not that they didn't know that the shot was set up, but there was something where it they, they, it did surprise them a little bit or something. They did know what was going to happen. They didn't know exactly how it was going to happen. Uh, like, uh, Lambert's right. reaction was completely real because she didn't. It wasn't supposed to fly up and hit her in the face, like. She freaked out. Yo, that was great. Yeah, that, that is complete, genuine reaction. The only one that, the did, the only one that actually knew exactly how it was going to play out besides Ridley Scott was um, Dallas. Oh, okay. Because he was following Ridley Scott around learning filmmaking techniques. And so he knew, he sat in on a meeting and knew it was going to happen. Nice. Yeah. So, favorite kill. Uh, Tyler? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Kane. And it wasn't just the kill itself. You know, you guys basically just touched on this too, the reactions themselves. It just seemed really genuine, especially like you said, when it went up and, and hit Ripley in the face. I mean, that's a true reaction. So, I mean, I, I love that scene. Definitely. Favorite kill. I would have to agree with Johnny for my favorite kill. Brett's death? Go yes. with Brett. Yeah, it's it's just too cool. Dude, that whole setup, man. I don't know. Anything. It just the sound, everything, dude. It's perfect. Yeah, I love that it's fucking wet in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's water dripping down from the ceiling. Like, it's just it, it, there's no need for it. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming it's coolant coming off the engine, all that good shit. But it's still just I don't know, man. It just adds such a good fucking, just a whole good setup to that. Just that kill. Best like scene. him was it him five minutes washing his face? Yeah. <laughs> uh best, anyways. Best scene. Mine would have to be uh Ripley walking around in her underwear. Yeah, pancake butt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like mom used to make. What about you, Chad? Actually, I think the best scene was the whole Ash is an Android reveal. Just because, like we said, you know, it's so completely from out of left field. It's like 
you know, you're chasing the alien around. It's like, what the fuck? There's now there's a psychotic android. What the fuck? How did this happen? Yeah, that was that was definitely nuts, dude. Like, yeah, it just starts with him trying to freaking suffocate Ripley with a rolled up magazine. And Parker comes in and beats the crap out of him and knocks his head off. And he's still attacking. <laughs> That's a fucked up way to go, too, man. <laughs> Choked out with a magazine, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Robot. Tyler, what Tyler, what's your favorite scene, bud? Uh, I'd have to say when Ripley torches the hive, there was more to, <laughs> more to it than than everything that that you think of, you know, on the first go around and then it, you can see it almost in her face that she has a second thought, but it reverts back to when they first brought the alien on board. Her saying, "Uh, no, protocol." Well, this is her right now taking that charge and knowing that this is the only way and then just letting her fucking rip. Rip Lee. Oh. Hey, nice playing words. I didn't think about Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, did the gonna... scene hook you, at, hook you in? Yes. Definitely. It's very ominous. Uh yeah, dude. Just, I mean, are we talking even open scene or just even like just the title coming in? Because I just the even like that in. title card. The title card was even epic. Yeah, like that was just nice. It was long, subtle. It wasn't like too long, but I just like how dramatic and dark it was. But actually, going back because I didn't actually, I didn't actually answer for my favorite scene. Oh, okay. That was actually <clears throat> for mine. It was when they actually entered the ship. And discovered the alien ship for the first time. I feel oh, you that. see the big giant space jockey thing. Yeah. Yeah. You see the space jockey or what we know now as the engineer and all that other shit. Uh, um, but yeah, man, just that whole design was just fucking gnarly, insane. bro. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It'd just be, it'd be insane to go in and actually like discover. Okay. You see something big and dead but then you see something ripped out of its chest you're like oh let's just keep going like we don't know <laughs> just keep going but, i did i did forget about that scene that actually you know almost like a, a false ending the way i think about it the movie's titled alien okay they come aboard they see this great big alien okay that's the alien so i mean it, it kind of smooths things over and you don't think about what could have been or what is to come Fair enough. No. Definitely red herring. Right. Exactly. Red herring. So, I mean, that's why all the crew were, you know, not really thinking too highly about it up until Kane got face fucked. Face fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially. I mean, like, I don't don't know if I would have fucked with the eggs, dude. Like, let alone, like, yeah, I know he fell into the thing, but I think my ass would have been like, all right, I'm going to get the fuck out and not be like, hmm. You're right. He's moving. I'm going to poke around. Hell yeah. Poke it with a stick. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> that works oh, out so okay. well. Any other time you poke an alien with a stick, like the blob, and <laughs> yeah, what they could possibly back go and wrong? They poke harder. Exactly. So, did anybody not answer? Did the opening scene hook you in? Question. No, I think we all answered. Did you answer? Tyler? No, I think we all said yes. I think it was a agree. Tyler, what'd you say, Tyler? Oh, uh, most definitely, and it was like everybody else said, ominous space. There's already that fear of space. I mean, so much shit can go wrong, and then you have that. Yeah, it definitely hooked me in. 
Awesome. So best hits, hottest girl would have to go to Ripley because oh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver is a fucking smoke show. Yeah. Back then. And options yeah. are kind of limited. Yeah, options are yep. limited. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Veronica Cartwright, but she didn't get to run around in her underwear. So we got to give it to No, her. we didn't. We didn't get to see her granny panties. <laughs> Bro, if your granny's wearing those little panties, man, holy whoa, shit. Oh, break me off a piece of that World War II pussy. Okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. I wish I didn't have such a visual mind. God, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you get to take home from coming to Gormore today. Yep. <laughs> so yes, did the I score do. set the mood, boys? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Jerry Goldsmith, yes. was a, he's a genius at that. So uh, best song would have to go to Fall Break. Fall Break. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's just the best song from now on. <laughs> that is. That's going to be our answer for the rest of the year. Favorite character? Ripley. Hmm. Yeah, definitely Ripley. I agree. I disagree. She's so powerful. I disagree. Explain, Chad. Because she's a bitch the first half of the movie. She's a complete by the book. She has she had like no emotion until like halfway through. I do agree, but if they listened to her, if they, they would have never been in any other situation. True. <laughs> so she was kind of justified. True, but she was she was she wasn't likable at the beginning. She was by the end of the movie. You really sympathized with her. I personally always connect with Parker. Because that's how be, because that's how I would be in a situation <laughs> like that. I'd be like, right. no, I am not going down there if I'm not getting paid. Yeah, I, I sympathize that. with that. He is definitely the uh, the, the everyday man. Exactly, just He's blue collar. And you got yep. you got to see it from his yeah. point of view. They are just a bunch of you know blue collar truckers. Workers. Yeah, like they're space said. truckers. They're not equipped for any kind of emergency situation like that. They didn't know what they were getting into. It could have been anything. That's I would I would have said the same thing. You know, you pay me more, sure I'll go check it out. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> they were on their way home. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. They were on their way home. They shouldn't have even been woken up for this. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, Mother was originally supposed to be the one that betrayed them and not uh, not Ash. Not really? Android. Yeah. Originally, there wasn't even an android in the script, and they changed it around because they thought uh, the whole killer computer thing was just too reminiscent of 2001. Okay. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Has everybody answered? No, because I, my favorite character would have to actually be Ash. Really? Uh, I know I chose him for the douche, but honestly, man, like, just the way that dude, like, acted that role, man, like, he did, he fucking nailed it. He was just kind of weird the whole time, like, the physical acting when he was freaking out. He's like, a really good actor. Yeah, and just, he set, he set the bar kind of for, like, the rest of the franchise with how the androids act around the aliens and shit, you know? I feel like that. They're, they're never scared of them because, yeah, I mean, they don't have, like, they don't have the fear or anything like we do where they're just all science about it. And I don't know. I, I always liked his role, just, like, just wanting to, like every android in the series, he, he almost wants to see the alien progress. He wants to see what it can do. You know what I mean? So he's willing to sacrifice everybody and anything. But I, I just want to point out that Bishop did sort of have a little bit of a fear of the alien. Yes. Just because when they put him in the, the vent pipe to go out to call down the drop ship, he said, it may be artificial, but I'm not stupid. Well, <laughs> we're always we that too because they also said he was an upgrade. That's true. True. So, and I mean, I can't say they... 
they all don't experience fear. I'm just saying, like, at least he did. And uh, maybe what's his tits and uh, Prometheus and shit. David. But I know. What's uh, his tits? <laughs> yeah. I think they have an understanding for concern, but not fear necessarily, but the concern. Well, uh, Winona Ryder, she gets, she's all fucking super scared and shit like that. And uh, Resurrection, I don't remember she was the android, but. Yeah, was she, she? I can't remember. Like she was like some weird fucking. Yeah, she was like an Anyways, android made point. by androids. It's like I don't know if the androids fucked and made her or what. Yeah, right. That would there, make there sense. Was, there was like some kind of weird name for her. They they said about it in the movie. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was something like a uh, uh, fucking model or some bullshit. Yeah. Okay. But no, I, once again, man, Ash was Ash was my favorite character. He was just. I thought he had like one of the best. He did some of the best acting in it. Like. I liked how his character, like, he never seemed like he was vile or evil intent or anything like that until, like, he just all of a sudden does the fucking crazy snap. It was last minute. Yeah, he was your favorite douche. Right. Your favorite douche. <laughs> so, uh, was it scary? I'd have to say yes. My wife jumped, so yeah, that's a good time. yes for me. If it's your first time seeing it, I would definitely. There's some good jump scares. I agree. Does it hold up today? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Oh, yes. definitely. Without a doubt. <laughs> That's not even, yeah. <laughs> I think we already knew all the answers to that question. Yeah, that, that one wasn't a multiple choice, you know, question. <laughs> yes or yes. Was yep. the acting good or bad? <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Excellent. The cat was the best fucking one, man. He was all <laughs> agreed. <laughs> on point. On point. So what about the cinematography, boys? Yeah. Loved it. Great. Great work. Yeah, man, just yes. the panning shots down the ship corridors and everything. Like, I don't know about you, man, but like Dead Space is one of my favorite games to be series. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, God damn it, I want to just play Dead Space at the same time while watching this. Like, just be that, just be in that kind of atmosphere. Like, I agree completely. And I do want to say there are several times when that game scared the shit out of me. Yes, it is terrifying. Oh, dude. Second one, probably more so than the first. I would, I would have that said. needle in the eye. Oh fuck that, dude! Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I fucking was such a little bitch when it came down to that. When I finally realized what I had to do. <laughs> Side note on that: we're going to talk about this for a second. So I'm sitting there, fucking. You know, I thought it was a good moment. Like, all right, you're gonna fucking pack a bowl, light up. So I'm smoking, and I'm like, huh, this is this cutscene isn't going anymore. What the fuck's going on? So I pick up the controller, and I'm like hitting the buttons. I'm like, oh, nothing's going on. And then I finally hit that trigger, and it just zooms in a little bit. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. And just like the whole time, I'm like, ah. Dude, anytime I play it, man, like, because I, I you like to fucking go through them every couple years. It still just fucking gets me, dude. It's great. They really I have need, to get that game now. They really need to put it out on PS4. They need to. They need to update it. I I seen where somebody started do to do levels in Unreal Engine Four. Wait, was that? They started to redo Dead Space levels in Unreal Engine Four. Is is it official or is it no? Just it's just fans. Out? Are you sure it's Dead Space or is it that new game? Oh no, like, it's Dead Space. Of... It's it's just a fan fucking around. Oh, because there's like that new game coming out. And it literally is a Dead Space like full on ripoff clone. I just want Dead Space one, two, and three remastered collection. For exactly. The PS4. Oh, that'd be awesome. Hey, I, I just I, want to experience the original. Now that you explain that scene I'm to me, I'm excited. We finally have a release date for Last of Us Two. 
Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Can't wait Absolutely. That. Now that I'm back, now that I'm back on the PlayStation train, I can actually <laughs> enjoy it. And next month, the first, the first one is the free PlayStation Plus game. Yeah, I'm getting that motherfucker and playing through it again. Yeah, girl. So, uh, do you like the premise? Oh God, yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. How could how could you go wrong with it, man? You know, little Baron space crew, fucking guy gets kids randomly guy attacked gets by some raped. savage alien. Guy gets mouth raped by an alien. Things get knocked up. <laughs> yeah, gets mouth raped by like a Japanese fucking crab <laughs> while choking him. Because you know he likes it like that. He's a dirty girl. You know who else but. likes it like that is our buddy Cameron. <laughs> oh. He loves that Japanese tentacle rape. <laughs> he does. Oh my god! Oh, does he know? <laughs> um, is there a specific word for that? I can't. Or hentai. is it just tentacle porn? Hentai. Hentai. Yeah. Well, yeah, but hentai is just like just anime porn in general. I thought there was like a specific one. Oh like, yeah, there's tentacle like, porn and all that stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck, <laughs> rating. We're the just gonna give. Learn. We're just gonna give this a perfect five for rating, right? I give it a five. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I I can't honestly find anything personally wrong with it. <laughs> five out Maybe of five. Maybe she that cat a little violently, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Fuck that cat. This, this, this is a movie that you could never really get tired of. Yeah, that's no. true. I mean, I, I'd never sit down and say, oh, do I have to watch Alien again? Is this the first one that we got a full perfect? No, Lost Boys. You Lost Boys? What the fuck was that? John, you got <laughs> trick-or-treaters already? <laughs> okay, guys. So what's next week, Chad? Uh, next week was originally supposed to be my pick, I believe. Let me pull it up real quick. Bobby's pick, right? Yeah, next week should be Bobby's pick. Like, Hold on, i got to get back into my docs here. Okay. Uh, prowler, Prowler, Prowler. Goremore schedule. Prison, right? Yes, it was originally supposed to be something else. Uh, my movie will be rescheduled at a later date. Because it's one that has two sequels to. So we can tackle that one and the sequels later on. So yeah, Bobby's pick will be Prison for next week. Okay. And then mine, we will reschedule, I'd say, probably sometime in December. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So guys, Tyler, thank you for coming on Gornmore. I thank you again, TJ. And thank you guys for welcoming me with... Uh, open ears so to speak <laughs> it's our pleasure buddy we love to have Hell you. Yeah, dude. yeah it was great having you on and just, you're welcome on anytime you want thank you guys well, for listening on facebook <laughs> <laughs> despite the uh self-destruct countdown going on yes for nine minutes and nine nine fucking <laughs> yeah thank, thank you for enduring with us on that yeah, <laughs> the two people that stuck around thank you yeah <laughs> You're the best. Nothing's up. Okay. By the way, I also want to address the fact that Bobby wasn't here this week because he was on a fall break. Fall break. <laughs> in I know I wanted to say that right in the beginning, but like because that was our intro song. No, I can't <laughs> ham it out that fast. Damn it, here I thought it was a gynecology appointment. Mm. <laughs> That's what I said last week. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's fucking great. Well, guys, uh, you can find the Gormore podcast on the Do Back Discussion podcast network featuring other great podcasts as I'm going to have to bring up a list because we have too many and I'll forget one. 
the do back discussion podcast the hall of heroes podcast <clears throat> the, <laughs> the jerk the curtain podcast wicked wednesdays rabbit hole do back sports find those all over on dobackdiscussion.net spotify itunes and google play and as the commercial says head on over to our t public store buy some fucking swag and don't be a loser this is your host with the most tj bowser signing off this is your dark lord of knowledge chad crispin saying see ya this is Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gormore. Tyler. This is Tyler. Keep it bloody. There you go. Ooh, I like it.